Hi guys, welcome back or welcome to Emily Unfiltered. So I know you guys may be thinking, Emily, where the heck have you been? You have not uploaded an episode in so long. And I am very aware that um, I've been pretty absent from this podcast. I've been focusing on a lot of other things and I just haven't really been prioritizing it. Um, and also, being completely transparent, I really haven't had a message on my heart that I wanted I I felt like sharing on this podcast, you know, like when I did the first episode, the thinking out loud episode about Peter and shamefulness. Um, also, if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and watch it or I mean, listen to it um, after this one if you'd like. But when I did that, I really wanted to take this podcast very seriously. I wanted each episode to be pretty like thought out and I really wanted to like know everything that I was talking about, have all the background, and um, know everything about the person I was talking about. Say, like, for instance, last episode was Peter. I wanted to know about his life, and I wanted to read a lot of um, his story just so I could give, like, a very accurate account and, um, you know, share his message and the message I was trying to get across with, like, a very informed point of view. But um, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm doing this for fun because I do really love theology and I love going over biblical messages. Um, Not only biblical ones, but just inspiring ones in general, which I think this podcast might also eventually, you know, take that kind of route as well. Um, Inspirational messages, um, biblical ones, emotional, mental, you know, whatever it may be. I want this podcast to just be like an open, like it's like a canvas for me. I can do whatever I want with it and I'm very excited to see, you know, where it goes and how God uses it and I'm very excited because I am, I am trying to prioritize good things in my life lately. Um, I'm not in school anymore. I did graduate so you are looking, well you're not looking at me, you are listening to a freshman college now. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it either. Um, yeah but I'm very excited that I now have um, a, a good amount more time on my hands to focus on the things that I really like doing and to be honest the past couple months I've been going through it a little bit spiritually. Um, I'm working through things and um sometimes you know you go through like rough patches in your faith and in your um spirit and i have just been going through one of those and it's just been a little bit difficult for me so when i'm going through these like seasons of kind of just like not putting in my all into my relationship with god obviously I, you know, don't really know what to talk about on this podcast. Like, I don't ever want to seem like I'm a fake person, like I'm a fake Christian. Um, that's like one of the worst fears for me and I hate that, you know, people might, like, I don't, I don't ever want people to be like, oh yeah, she said, she talks a big talk, but then like when you actually know her, she's not really like that. And I've noticed in my life that that's something that I, I do sometimes, like, you know, when I'm around, you know, elders or when I'm around, you know, really strong Christians or family or whatever, I talk a certain way, I act a certain way, I I uphold myself and present myself a certain way. But then when I'm around my close friends, I, and like my coworkers, I'm very different. 
not like very different like I'm still like Emily but just like a different version of myself I feel way too comfortable sometimes and especially and it, it just it does not help me in my walk with the Lord being surrounded by an environment that I I don't really know how to navigate sometimes and that's nobody's fault but my own you know like if I were to be prioritizing my relationship with God, it would be a lot easier to navigate certain situations and environments and the workplace and friendships. And it, I, and I, I know that for sure. And that's just been something that I haven't really been, like I said, prioritizing in my life. I, it hasn't been a big, you know, deal to me. And it's something that, you know, kind of bites you in the butt eventually. It's like, how did I get from point A to point B so quickly? Like, how was I talking about, how did I post like an hour-long podcast episode about Peter and shame? And like, I was so proud of it. I was so happy about it. Everyone was encouraging me. And then the, you know, two months after that, however long it's been, it has just been a version of myself that I just haven't enjoyed being. Um, and it's hard. I struggle a lot with being a teenager in a world where you know, you have to be set apart from the, the, the culture here. It, it is, it is hard for me. Um, what I was going to say about, like, navigating, you know, certain, like, environments and, you know, like, if I were to be prioritizing God in my life, it would be a lot easier. Like, it's like when you're driving a car, like, when you're first learning how to drive, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like, if you put your phone down, if you buckle up, you pay attention to the road, you turn the music down, you're just you, the steering wheel, the gas pedal, and the road in front of you, it would be a lot easier to drive, right? Like, you would, you know, be able to avoid potholes, and you would be able to know when to slow down on the curves and to speed up, and, you know, you would be able to drive a lot more successfully, but when you have all these distractions around you, and you're not really focusing on, you know, who or what you should be focusing on, um, driving becomes a lot more difficult. You get distracted easily, and um, driving is no longer the priority. Um, slowly listening to the music or, you know, reading something on your phone or getting distracted by something outside, like, that's the priority. And I think that just, that just relates to God. Like, I think sometimes on this journey, on this path that we're on, we get really distracted by the wrong things. And um, it just kind of takes away from the big picture. And I heard, or actually a friend who is going to Liberty University with me next fall that I met over Instagram, she posted something on Instagram and it basically said like, uh, confusion about sexuality, confusion about gender, confusion about identity, um, and the devil is the author of confusion, and it was, I guess, something for Pride Month or something, like, I, I think it was kind of geared towards that, and, um, it really just does, like, it's just kind of, like, you know, it's so true how you have to remember that, like, when you're confused about things in your life, like, where you're going, you know, what career path you should take, you know, what you're doing with your life, how you should navigate it, you know, you know, there's all these confusing thoughts, especially when you're, like, graduating high school and, like, you're going to college, but, like, this isn't, like, 
this summer break is not like last summer break. You know, like last summer, like I knew it was just another year of high school with the same people, same teachers, same environment. Like I had nothing to worry about or anything like that. But now that I'm going to a whole new campus in a whole new city, you know, three and a half hours away from home, it's kind of like, okay, so this two months that I have until that next step of my life, like what do I do? Like, do I work? Do I prioritize family more? Do I, you know, prioritize work more to get more money? You know, how do I navigate this? And it's just been something that I've been struggling with. And like I said, when I am not prioritizing God, the struggle becomes even harder. Um, and bringing back to the point that the devil is the author of confusion. He loves to confuse you. He loves to discourage you. And um, I think that that's been kind of on my heart for the past um, you know, a few days, and I thought it was something that I would share with you guys, although that is not the message I'm going to be talking about today. Um, so like I was talking about earlier, you know, last episode of Thinking Out Loud, I was talking about Peter and specifically about shame and, you know, his kind of story and everything like that and how God used him in a lot of different ways. But this episode, I'm not going to be talking about any, like, specific Bible character. I'm just going to be specifically focusing on a verse in Matthew. It's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And this is the um, New Living Translation. And I'm going to read it for you guys. And we're going to kind of go over it, kind of relate it to life. And it's going to be really fun. So it's going to be different than last week or... I was gonna say like it's gonna be different than last week's episode like no it's gonna be different from like two months ago's episode but I think it's gonna be good it's gonna be a little bit different but it's gonna be a lot more laid back like I said um but yeah I'm very excited so let's just get into reading Matthew 11 28 through 30. All right you guys so before I read Matthew um, 11 to you guys. I just wanted to say the AC just turned on. Um, so hopefully you guys are not going to be too distracted from that. Um, I'm going to try to talk a little bit more into the mic so that my voice will be more predominant so you guys can really focus on what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> let me go ahead and read this verse to you guys. So it says, and then Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Alright, so we're just kind of gonna like break down, I guess, parts of these three verses, um, and just kind of talk about them and what I kind of picked apart from them. So I'm just going to read it kind of a little bit more, like maybe once or twice more, just so we can really pick up on like what we're talking about here. So first I want to focus on, it says, come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And when Jesus is talking about these heavy burdens that you might be carrying, like that, he's talking about burdens of shame, depression, disease, addictions, trauma, past mistakes, and so many more burdens like that. Like you might be really struggling with something that you don't really know how to um, like navigate life through it. You know, you might have just lost someone. You might have just lost a job. You might have really just gotten a hit to your um like budget like your bank account like maybe an unexpected you know bill that you had to pay 
um, life might kind of feel like it's crashing down on you right now and you don't really know how to push through. And God is saying, come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And it says, and I will give you rest. And it's talking about rest, like he's going to take away those burdens from you. He's going to give you rest from anxiety that you might be feeling, from suicidal thoughts, from negativity and panic attacks and, you know, all these things that you might be struggling with as a result of the burden that you might be carrying and not know how to necessarily carry it. Um, and that's so important that we, you know, kind of listen to this verse, and I'm also speaking to myself, like, this podcast is basically, like, a diary for myself, almost, like, it's very easy to go to very, um, worldly, temporary, pleasure-type things to kind of get out of, you know, a situation you might be feeling, like, you know, you might be going through something, maybe you might lose a friendship, or, you might just really feel like, oh my gosh, like, life is, like, really coming at me right now, like, the devil's really throwing a lot of things my way, um, and instead of kind of going inward and kind of trying to, you know, help, like, using what you're, what situation you're in to kind of help you grow and help you learn from it, instead you might just be wanting to kind of take away that pain and that discomfort you might be feeling through temporary, um, medicine almost if that's the right word like a lot of the times we don't really do what's healthy for us in times where we should um, because oftentimes doing what's healthy for us means taking a step back and I think a lot of times as humans we're very quick to want um, the pain to stop we're very quick to want struggle to go away instantly just no matter what. We don't, we don't like dealing with it. Um, who likes dealing with pain and depression and hurt and loss? I mean, it's, it's not fun going through life, um, and all the negativity that life, you know, can bring you sometimes. But that's why, you know, being a follower of Christ, it means that being set apart, you're able to find hope in a situation that has left you pretty hopeless. That, you know, because we believe that God has anointed our lives and that there's a plan that for us, that he knows he knew everything that was going to happen to us and he knows what's going to happen to us 10 years from now and 30 years from now and he knows exactly what happened to us, you know, three years ago and three years, two months, five days and, you know, three hours ago you know, he knows these things about our lives and he, he, he knows that we are capable to get through them only because, not because we are by ourselves are strong enough to get through them, but because here, he is here to carry these burdens for us so that we do not have to. And that, you know, kind of brings us on to the next part of the verse. So I'm just going to repeat this one more time. It says, come to me all who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you. So, first, I'm going to talk about what yoke means in this situation. So, yoke is, like, a culturally, culturally significant, like, to, like it's, it's important to the message. So, I feel like, because I feel like we don't really hear that word too much nowadays. Like, 
take my yoke upon you like what um but yoke is basically in the bible when it's when it whenever it mentions yoke it's talking about a harness that animals used to wear um like oxen and i think it said i think it might have mentioned donkeys as well these like big animals that were used to carry heavy um loads of things um for travel or for you know work or whatever it may have been for i guess farming and things like that so it's this harness that they the animals would wear to kind of ease the workload on their back so that it wouldn't be as heavy and that they would be able to you know like last longer with you know this this burden on their back so god is saying take my yoke upon you let him be that harness for you let him carry those burdens let him make these burdens um you know lighter on you um and let me teach you because he's the rabbi he's the way the truth the life he's the teacher you know let me teach you because i am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls jesus had no malice bone in his body he was kind-hearted and pure and good and trustworthy and i think why they used yoke you know that word in this you know in this passage you know a lot of the times jesus and god and the disciples they use kind of like metaphorical terms to kind of help you relate this spiritual message to one that's more like physical like you can kind of picture it with your eyes and then they're from you know from there on out kind of relate it to the message the message that they're trying to like teach to your heart it's saying that like wearing this harness when these animals wore this harness they were kind of like submitting to it like they would wear this harness and this harness would allow the animals to experience less pain and it would make them more comfortable and more at peace and basically it's like if you submit your problems your i don't know if problems is the right word because i feel like that's kind of like i don't really like using that word but if you submit the burdens that you're carrying with you to god you lay it at his feet and you say god take this from me like this is not in my hands anymore i'm allowing you to you know take these burdens and use them in whatever way that you see fit like that's when that's when you know life changes for you that's when like hope becomes like faith like that's like like that's like the turning point i feel at least for me like when you just say god this situation is no longer in my hands i've realized that I, this is not something that i can i can't i cannot do it alone there's no way i can do this without you and um, I feel like we shouldn't be only submitting the little burdens to God. We should also be submitting the really big ones. We should be submitting to him our toxic relationships. Say you might be struggling with a, you know, failed marriage, maybe lay that at his feet. You might not want it to be, you know, God's issue. You might want to handle it on your own and really think like, is this marriage something I want to continue to fight for? Is this something where it's like, is this, is divorce the only option? Like, I really need to think about it. Like, should I sign the papers? Should I file? Should I get a lawyer? But it's kind of like him saying like, let me take care of this, you know, submit to me. Let me work through you. Let me work through your situation. Give me a little bit of time and we'll get through this together, me and you. There's no you, there's no I, it's us when it comes to God. It's 
it's not a single you're on your own like you know like you have the bible like you're good like you read the bible right like you know this bible verse like you're set like matthew 11 28 through 30 is not just a verse that you just read in the bible and skim over like this is something you genuinely need to make like a part of your life and the way you live and it, it needs to affect the way you view life and the decisions that you make and the chapters in your life that you're going through like this is something that I need to take with me through college. Like, I know a lot of my friends who could potentially be listening to this right now, they're all going to college, whether they're moving away to another state or another city or whether they're staying local or whether you might not even be a high schooler going to college. You might be an elder. You might be middle-aged. You might be going through something in your life where you could potentially be going through a next chapter at some point in the near future, whether that's a new career path or whatever it might be, you need to submit that next chapter to God knowing that he has it under control and that there is nothing he cannot do. Okay, so then back to the verse, it says, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. I just like, I love, I love this verse. Um, I really, I mean, I really do. This passage is something so special to me because I just found it not too long ago. I was just scrolling on Pinterest, I'm pretty sure, and it just, no, I'm sorry, I was scrolling on Instagram, and it came about on my feed, and I saw it, and I was like, wait, like, I, I needed to hear this. This was like, specifically like you have like are you ever like in church and like maybe you haven't been to church in a while and maybe you didn't even want to go because you were tired you stayed up late the night before whatever it might be and like the message that the pastor was preaching was something you need like it it was like like you're like god like god knew i needed to hear this like it was almost like they were personally preaching to you like that's how i felt when i first came up uh, across this passage because I, like I said, I have been struggling with this next chapter of my life. I'm kind of in this, you know, brief two, three month period in between high school and college where it's like, what am I, well, like, what am I doing with my life? I still have an undecided major. I have no clue what I want to do with my life. I'm looking into um, ROTC. I'm looking into forensic science. I'm looking into marketing. Like, the, like, they're all on, like, different, you know, like, completely different like spectrums of like career paths like ROTC or marketing like Instagram like influencer or literally like military like I don't I don't get it but um like ever since I was young like I literally wanted to be Barbie like I feel like I'm I'm so interested in so many different things but I'm not interested in any of them enough to be a full-time career and that is something I've really struggled with um, I think it's kind of just like, you know what? I submit that to God. I lay it at his feet. You know, this is something where it's like, God, show me what I'm passionate about. When I get to liberty, like, help me to help my eyes to see things that maybe I wasn't able to see before. You know, let me to let, lead me to be able to potentially find new careers that maybe, like, maybe I won't go any of those routes. Maybe I'll find something completely different. Maybe I'll go down a ministry path, a real estate path, a, I don't know, like a engineering path I don't know like you the the possibilities of careers are so endless and it's like 
I'm in no rush at the end of the day. Like, I'm going to college. I'm going to do, you know, my general studies and God's going to work. Like, God's going to work it out. Like, God's a hard worker. He never sleeps. Like, he's got it. Um, and I'm just going to let his will be done. Um, because I know that at the end of the day, like, his plan over mine, his will be done, not mine. Um, and even though that's really hard, like, that's really hard. And it's something that it's, like, easier to be said than done, of course. It's just, like, what else, what else am I going to do? Like, twiddle my, like, I, twiddle my thumbs. Like, I literally, at this point, it's, like, I've tried my best to, you know, research careers and research this and that and, um whatever it may be in my life what it doesn't need to be college or school or career it could be relationships like I said or maybe you're battling some kind of um mental struggle um in your life where you're just like you know I've tried so much you know on my own it's it's now time to you know give God a chance to figure this out um and that's just kind of what I need to remember as I go through my life from here on out um, because there's nobody that knows me better than him, so I think that he's probably the most valid, like, in, like, he's the most, like, he's, like, probably the best person to give my life to, you know, like, put my life in his hands, so I'm just gonna roll with it, and, uh, I'll let you guys know where he takes me. Um, I'm very excited for this next chapter in my life, um, I'm nervous, I'm ecstatic, I'm sad, I am, like, kind of not mourning my high school life yet, like, I feel like I, like, I literally have not cried about it yet, and that's very weird for me, because I'm a very emotional person, um, but, like, I have not shed one tear over graduating high school, um, which is, it's, it's very odd, because I would have expected to have had shed multiple tears by now, um, but, you know, I'm not complaining, I just feel like eventually, like, I'm gonna have to cry, like, so I feel like when I do, it's just gonna hit, like, a truck, um, and that's fine, it's probably literally going to hit probably the week before I leave for school, and also, like, the, I'm not even scared for college, like, I'm more so scared for, like, the week before college, like, that's what I'm nervous about, like, how sad I'm gonna be, how, like, that's gonna be, like, the end of a chapter and the start of a new one, um, and yeah, that's just, I don't know, that's my two cents, that's what I've been feeling lately. Um, that's just from one person to another, from your girl to yourself, like, that's just what has been on my heart, and, um, you know, you might be going through something similar, you might not be. You might be in a season of your life that is very, just chill, very, you know, like, you know, we're in no rush, like, I'm just enjoying life, and that's great, um, or you might be in a season that is very much go, 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 and you don't really have much time to think about life. You're just kind of rolling and rocking with it, and that's also great. Um, or you might just be like me, and you're just kind of doing a little bit of both, and that's also great. Um, so yeah, I think it's just most important to remember that whether whatever situation you're in out of the three that I just mentioned just a couple seconds ago that we no matter what submit our um struggles not only our struggles but also um the good in our life to God um give the praise to him um as well as you know the tears um you know be able to 
cry in his arms about what you're going through and what you're struggling with, but also be able to cry, you know, tears of joy um, and thankfulness because, you know, he also does supply good as well, you know. Sometimes it's easy to go to God only when we need something um, or because he was kind of the last, you know, the last resort. Like, I tried everything else. I guess I'll go to God now. And that's, um, you know, something that I have dealt with before, for sure, for sure. Like, the past two months, yep. Um, it's easy, it's easy to start getting your life together because of God. And then when you, like, have your life together, you kind of forget about God. And then, like, your life is, like, slowly but surely is not, like, any longer together, if that makes sense. And then you're like, hmm. And you're in the same position that you were in, you know, before. Um, so yeah, I think that the main takeaway from this for me, personally, is, um, don't treat Jesus like, um, the back burner. Don't put him on the back burner. He's, um, he's, uh, gonna get you through a lot, whether you give him the credit or not, whether you realize it's him or not, um, whether it takes him forever or not, um, it's all in his timing and, um, it's just something that it's like, I just, I, I have to remember that he knows my whole life story and he knows every single thought and every single feeling and he has caught every single tear. Why am I getting emotional? He has always been there for me. He has always been there for me, even when I couldn't feel him even when the season was in a drought and um i need to be very um more aware for myself that we um that i i um and that i just don't forget about him that you know when you're in a rough season a season of storms and tornadoes and hurricanes and tsunamis it feels like that i still give the glory to god um, just as much as I do when it's a sunny season and, you know, flowers are blooming and there is, like, um, just the best weather and everything like that and the clearest oceans and, um, cause he's, he still remains the same despite our situations kind of, you know, failing and, you know, flopping back and forth sometimes and, um, I also, now that I think about it, because I um, wrote this message, you know, in my, like, little journal thingy, but I also have one that I wrote not too long ago, like, another message just for myself, but, um, we're kind of on the topic, so I might share it with you guys right now. Alright, so I finally found it, and, um, I basically was writing about, um, going to the doctor, and the doctor kind of giving you a hard diagnosis to hear, maybe, you know, like, you just found out basically, like, you know, you kind of got some bad news from the doctor, right? And you're just mad, you're angry, you're confused, you're sad, like, why am I being diagnosed with this? Why is this happening to me? Why me of all people? And, um, I feel like never in that situation would you be like, how dare you, doctor? How dare you give me this diagnosis? Like, you know, I blame you for this. I, why did you have to do this to me today? And the doctor's kind of just like, well, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm so sorry that, 
you know, I had to give you this bad news, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just the doctor. <laughs> like, I'm just the doctor. Like, I, I, I am sorry that I have to give this news to you, but this is what's going on. And because I'm your doctor, as long as you, you know, kind of trust in me and, like, kind of, you know, allow me to help you through this situation, like, I'll be able to give you all the medicine you need and all the treatment you need and we'll be able to get you, you know, um, all, you know, figured out as long as you just kind of, like, work with me here and you, you know, trust that I know what I'm doing. And, um, I feel like that's, can, that can very easily be related to God in a sense, um, in our life, um, when we go through bad things, we're, I'm, I, we, you know, I, we, potentially, I don't know if you guys can relate, I'll just speak in terms of I right now, sometimes I'm very quick to be like, you know, like, God, like, why, like, why me, why is this happening to me, like, why my family of all people, like, why did we have to go through this, why did, you know, why am I struggling with these things, and these thoughts, and these, this situation, and, um, it's very quick to blame God when really it's, it's, it's not God's fault. Um, but the, the good thing about God is, you know, his fault or not, which it, it, it never is his fault. He's still going to be the one always to, you know, pick up the pieces and put us back together and carry us when we feel like we can't even walk. And he's always going to be there for us. Um, through our our battles and struggles um and there's never a time where he will forsake us or leave us even when you know we as people probably don't deserve it um but he says that you know he loves us and he loves us so much his love is an agape love and agape love uh love if you guys don't know is is christ-like love it's it's never ending it's never altering it's not something that ever changes or shifts based on, you know, um, any, you know, it's, there's nothing you could ever say or do to God or to anyone else that will make God love you less. Um, and the only place you're ever going to get a love like that is through Jesus Christ. Um, and that's why it's so important to allow God to use you and, um, you know, trust in him and let him be there for you and let him take the, the ropes on some things and say, you know, like, let him say, hey, like, Emily, you, listener, whoever's listening, like, I got this. Like, you go ahead, take a little nap. Like, I will work this out and you will be okay. And whatever that looks like, whatever, you know, you will be okay looks like for you, it could be very different things. It could be, say it is a doctor, you know, say we're talking back to the doctor, you know, metaphor, like, you know, you're, you're always going to be okay. And sometimes as, as humans, we always, you know, we, when we hear the words okay, it means we'll be restored back to our original health or, you know, that we'll be in even better health, uh, health or that, you know, we'll, you know, maybe we'll get better. We won't maybe, you know, be the same as we were, but we'll still get better, or, um, you know, at least we'll, you know, I'll be able to stay on this medicine or I'll be able to adapt, um, and, you know, and treat, you know, like you have to live life a little bit differently, but I'll still be okay. Or sometimes you are not okay. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe your diagnosis is something where, um, 
there's not really I don't know like how to describe this because I feel like it's slowly becoming like I'm just not into prosperity gospel I'm not into that um that preaching of if you believe hard enough you'll receive it like I don't want I don't ever want people to think that like because they are like because you don't love like you don't love God enough that's why you're not healed like like oh you're depressed right now like oh you probably aren't like you probably don't like you're not focusing on God enough I remember I don't remember who it was that told me this but I remember telling like a family member that I had been struggling with depression for a long time and whoever it was I'll never forget it I just don't remember who it was they said, um, well, you know, you probably just haven't been, haven't been to church enough. And it's like, um, like, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Like, I go to church, like, you know, oh, well, you're probably, you know, like, you're just, like, going through something right now, but just, like, trust in God, and it'll all be okay. Like, um, and I feel like sometimes life isn't like that, you know, there are some things that you're going to be delivered from and there's some things that you aren't going to be delivered from, but whatever it is, you're still going to be okay because at the end of the day, God has, God has us, God has our hearts, he knows, he knows who we are, he knows that we love him and there's never going to be a time where he, um, doesn't take care of us, whatever that looks like, you know, sometimes, um, you know, like my uncle, he battled with drug addiction and he ended up overdosing eventually from drugs and passing away. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, even though if you were to ask, say you, uh, you say you asked me, like, how did that situation work out? Like, was he okay? I'd be like, no, he wasn't okay. Like he passed away. Like, that's not what I had in mind of him being okay. But really God is saying, you know, like, he is okay. He's in heaven with me. He is not in pain anymore. He is not battling with addiction anymore. He's not going through that mental, emotional, and physical turmoil anymore. And he is in living this painless, happy life with me in heaven. And um, so sometimes what humans view as a good ending is not always... Um, the same good ending that God has in store for us. Sometimes it looks a little bit different, and like I said at the end of the day, it's something we have to put it in God's hands. I mean, this isn't only, like, for addiction and, you know, health or disease or whatever it might be. This might be, like I said earlier, a failed relationship, you know? Like, um, sometimes you might think that, like, you know, God, like, why is this friendship ending right now? Like, they've been a part of my life for so long. Like, they're the only friend I have. Like, why is this, you know, not working out? Like, why can't we, you know, agree on things anymore? And why are we, you know, fighting with each other? And God is saying, you know, like, Emily, like, you're gonna lose this friend, but it's okay because you have another friend around the corner that I'm gonna bring into your life and they are going to love you so much, and this is the person you need in your life. And also, this best friend who you don't want to lose um, also might be, you know, not who you think they are, and they might be talking bad about you, you know, behind their back, and or behind your back. And there's, you know, that one saying that I feel like a lot of people have heard before, and it's like, God hears conversations that you don't. Sometimes you lose friends, you ask God why, you kind of blame him, like, why did this, why did you take this friend away from me? And sometimes there are things that God knows that you don't necessarily need to know.
and I'm a very curious person. I love, love knowing things. I am notorious for asking all of my grandparents, like, every stinking detail of their life before I was born. Like, what was it like? Like, how did you and grandpa first meet? And, like, what was that first conversation? And what were, like, you guys wearing? And, like, you know, like, what was your second date? okay and what restaurant was that and what street was that on so like I'm I'm there I'm I'm I love conversations like that I love knowing details but sometimes like curiosity killed the cat is like very real like that's a very very relatable saying there have been times where when I was younger I really begged to know you know information because I was curious that I did not need to know and it actually harmed me in the long run to know that information um so sometimes you just kind of gotta like be like you know what god like i trust that you know what you're doing um even if i don't understand it now maybe one day i will understand it and maybe i won't and that's also okay and that's something that i also have to accept and work through um you know and everyone does it at their own pace of course like this is not a um like, as soon as I end this podcast, this isn't going to be, like, an immediate turnaround, probably. Like, I'm still going to struggle, probably, a little, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, I don't want to preach that over my life, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I am probably still going to be a little bit nervous for college. That's, that's normal. Like, that's okay. Does that mean that I don't trust God? No, it does not mean that. Does it mean that I should trust God more? Potentially, I don't know, but I'm, I'm a very anxious person, but at the end of the day, like I said multiple, like many, many of times in this podcast, like I know that God has it. I know that, but I'm still like gonna worry about it a little. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm a, I'm a worrier. It's okay. It's okay though, because I know that God has it. Say it with me. God has it. Um, so basically that's kind of that. I hope I didn't confuse anyone that much with that doctor reference. I just wanted to say, like, I feel like some, like, you know, like, I hope I didn't, like, I don't, I don't want, I didn't want that to sound, like, weird, but, like, I was getting at the prophetic preaching thing, like, you know, just because, you know, someone else was healed from something maybe faster than you were or maybe they're healed and you just aren't or whatever it may be it doesn't mean that that person has a better relationship with God or that God loves them more you know sometimes things happen the way they happen we don't always understand and um that's okay so yeah that's kind of where I was going with that um so yeah that's just how I've been feeling lately I hope that this made sense. I have been awake for a very, very long amount of time. I wake up at like 8 a.m. nowadays, which is a postgraduate thing of Emily to do. I have never done that before in my entire life, but, um, you know, I've been waking up early, so I'm kind of more tired than normal tonight, um, but I hope that this was worth it. I hope you guys got something out of this message, and I hope um, God kind of spoke through me tonight hopefully and kind of gave you a word that maybe you needed to hear um so yeah I'm very excited for this message and I'm um hoping yeah again like I said that that somebody heard this message and uh related to it in some sort of way um so yeah I encourage you guys to keep up reading on Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 
Um, it's a very good passage. I don't normally um, use the New Living translation, but um, I really liked the way they worded it um, for this, you know, in this specific way. Um, I felt that it was a lot easier to understand than the other passages, um, which I thought was important. So, yeah, with that being said, I think I'm going to leave that with you guys. I'm also going to pray with you guys real quick. Um, I was not planning on doing this at all, but it just kind of like, I don't know, I kind of just felt the urge to pray with you guys. So, um, let's hope I don't go on a rabbit trail or lose my train of thought, but here we go, guys. Um... Wow, this is, I did not, I was not expecting to pray. Wow. Okay. Um, dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this night. Whenever this listener is listening to this podcast episode, thank you for giving me this platform to be able to, you know, speak this message that you are giving me and, um, please let it touch whoever's listening, um, in whatever way that they need it to touch their hearts. Um, let them, never to waver their, um, love or faith in you, um, let them to, allow them to never forget that, um, your agape love is, um, is, is never altering, it's, it's never something that we're gonna lose, and, um, although we are, we make mistakes, and we make poor decisions sometimes, or we worry about things, or we carry heavy burdens, just that we allow you to take our lives and use them for good, and, you know, work your, work your purpose in our lives, and, um, just, uh, let us to always remember that, and that you, um, made us in such an intricate, beautiful way, and that each one of us has such a beautiful purpose here on earth and that we matter and that we um, have a bright, bright future ahead of us no matter what point or time period in our life uh, we're currently in, no matter what age or whatever we're going through. Um, so with that being said, um, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen and amen. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your evening morning day night um and um i will hopefully see you guys very soon um i'm not gonna make any promises but uh i will try to prioritize this podcast as much as i can because um i always feel really good after filming them um or recording them i should rather say um so yeah let me know how you guys felt about this episode hope uh hopefully you guys liked it it ended up being just as long as the last one so um hey i'm not complaining though um but yeah with that being said peace and love peace and love i'm out um god bless and enjoy the rest of your time here after listening to Emily Unfiltered, please subscribe, like, comment down below. I'm just kidding, guys. This is not YouTube. This is not YouTube. Also, guys, I put, like, an ad in the last episode, and I literally have made, like, $2. Can you believe that? Like, I feel like I'm, I feel bad, like, monetizing off of this podcast, but, like, can I please get my coin? Like, so I don't know if there's gonna be, like, an ad in here. Like, maybe, potentially, who knows? Maybe it's gonna be, like, after you listen to this. It might not even be in here at all. I really don't know. Anyways, I'm, I'm rambling on. I don't know how to close this out properly, like, without it being awkward. So I'm just gonna say, like, peace and love, peace and love. I'm out of here. Bye, y'all. <laughs>